Hey folks, welcome back. Today we've got a young real estate entrepreneur who I admire a lot, even though I just met him because he's gotten started at an age where, heck, when I was this guy's age, all I cared about was drinking beer, chasing girls, punching <laughs> the clock at my crappy job and just having a good time. But Ronald Cobb got interested in real estate investing in high school, got started in high school and went down the road of wholesaling. Now he keeps wholesaling, but he's also looking at getting into buy and hold properties. And he's decided to pursue the life of a, of a real estate entrepreneur instead of going to university, which, you know what, ain't a bad idea there, Ronald. Welcome to the show, all the way from Hackensack, New Jersey, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Ronald. Nice to have you on. Thanks, thanks for having me. All right. So tell us a little bit about what sparked your interest in real estate investing in the first place. So about when, first of all, when quarantine started is when I started actually looking into like what I wanted to do. Cause that was about my sophomore junior year. You know, that's when they started getting you to look into your career and things like that. And, and then everything I, shut down and you had to stay home. right? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So I was just forced like, you know, during that time, we were all, nobody knew what was going to happen or, you know, the state of the world was in shambles and all that. Everybody was panicking. And, I, you know, I really took the time out to learn what I wanted to do. And, you know, I, school was never for me. You know what I mean? So I, was, I knew school wasn't for me, but they're not like, they don't, they don't like uh, introduce a lot of options in school besides more school. You know what I mean? So I kind of just had to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And, you know, I started looking, just exploring, doing my research. I came across this guy. I came across a few people that were doing wholesaling and, you know, I watched their process, what they were doing, and I became interested. I was looking at it. I was like, hmm, so it was a decent amount of money. I saw that I love, first of all, I've always liked real estate too. Always liked real estate. I don't know anybody in real estate, so I figured I would try it. Nice. Nice. So you're at home, not a heck of a lot to do. You're watching YouTubes and you figure you, exactly. you, you fell into this whole wholesaling thing, went down the rabbit hole for a while and decided yep. to give it a shot. All right. So tell me how those early days went with you trying to do wholesale deals. And were you trying to do this in New Jersey or were you looking elsewhere? And honestly, you know, everybody starting out, you think you're just going to get that first deal, right? It's just going to come easy. You know, you're going to find the house and immediately find the buyer or, you know, immediately sell the house. But that is not what happens. Starting out, I was looking in New Jersey, but the Jersey market is insane. And even now when I'm looking, I'm looking at like 8% interest rates, which is crazy considering that we were just coming from like five, six, even low as four. You get me? Which is yeah, that's that in itself. Well, even crazy. as low as two and a half for crying out loud. No, yeah, which is can you imagine? Yeah, I <laughs> but, can uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that long ago for me, my friend. I wasn't even able to get in on the deals yet. <laughs> but, so anyhow, um, yeah. So you're looking at these deals, nothing's nothing's making sense. So what yeah. so how did you kind of keep uh how did you stay motivated when you figured out, hey, this is not a walk in the park, it's not it's not that instant cash. They make it sound like it is on YouTube. Staying, staying motivated is probably one of the hardest parts because in all honesty, it could take forever to close. There's no, there's, there's no telling how long it could close. You get me? It could take two weeks, two months, sometimes two years. 
Um, you just gotta really you gotta you gotta learn yourself. That's what it's all about. You gotta learn yourself, learn what works for you, learn what systems work for you, you know, what type of properties work for you, the the people that come with those type of properties, you get me? It makes everything uh it makes everything easier knowing that like, you know, you're speaking with a distressed seller. So, you know, when you call them, they might not be in the best of mood. You give me things like little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just well, sort of, and, I, and I'm just kind of wondering, that. Ronald, because you're starting out as a very young person. Now the advantage you have is you don't sound that young. Or maybe you've maybe you've kind of worked out that working all the, the telephone for a couple of years and, and you've gotten got the hang of sounding a little bit older than you are. But you you must have come across some people just going, who the heck is this kid calling me up wanting to buy my house? <laughs> of course, of course. There's always people that, you know, that look at me, look, look at my LinkedIn profile or whatever, and, you know, they see my age and they're like, what? You give me, how is this kid doing it? <laughs> you see what I post or whatnot, and they're like, wait a minute. How does that, how does that even make sense? You give me? Yeah. But, um, you know, you just always got to all the information is there. That's really what I learned. All the information is right at your fingertips. It's right in front of you. You just have to find it. You have to find the right people with the right information and know how to use it. So what do you, what, walk me through that first wholesale deal that you actually closed on. How, how long was it before, between when you started and when you got that deal and more or less hard to keep track, how many, how many calls or how many people did you talk to how, how did that all work out there Ron? so i'm not gonna lie it took me about six months to get my first deal and it wasn't even my own when i first started i was trying to do it all by myself thinking you know it was just gonna be smooth sailing you know i'm just gonna find the house find the property talk to them they're selling their house right so why wouldn't they want to find a buyer right but there's way more that goes into it than just that i probably made you know, I, I was young, so I probably, I wasn't, I was thinking like it was going to be easy. I probably made about 20, 30 calls a day. That, 20 or 30 me. calls a day. Yeah. 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 We're just going, going to high school and stuff like that. And you no, know, it, it was actually, it was pretty hard, honestly, going to high school, trying to balance the social life. You get me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and then big answering the phone when somebody's calling you back and. Getting, yeah, exactly. Getting yelled at over class. the getting yelled at over the phone by some yeah, grumpy. Exactly. <laughs> Can I use the bathroom real quick? <laughs> Good oh, no, for you, man. All right. So about six months. First deal wasn't even your own. So what do you mean by that? How did you how did you join forces with somebody else and do a wholesale deal? So I was working, somebody else was struggling with finding a buyer. They weren't too sure how to like market the part property. They weren't they weren't that familiar with uh like digital marketing either. Which is very key to any business you want to have nowadays, mm -hmm. digital marketing. And so they 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 were doing you know they used to they were, they were like doing Facebook ads and stuff like that. But people don't know about like you know Google and you know actually paying influencers to promote your property and stuff like that. Which is there's a whole bunch of options out there, which mm -hmm. I'm still discovering myself. Yeah, yeah. So I just I JV'd with somebody. He said he came to me. I was working. He was working with somebody that I was working with before. So it was like a reference. Yeah, he came to me. Yeah, he said, "Hey, I know so and so. I heard you know how to do this, this, and that." I was like, "Let's work." Nice. So they he brought the deal, and you found yep. the buyer. Is that what I'm understanding? Exactly. Nice, yep. nice, nice, nice. So, do you remember how much how much profit did you make on that first deal? So, 
total between the both of us, it was ten thousand, and we split it evenly. So five grand each. Yeah, well, you know what? Each. That's not a that's not a bad little paycheck for your first deal, Ronald. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, that was a it was less than minimum wage if you take into account <laughs> the six months it took to get there. But <laughs> but you stuck with it and you made it happen, and then wow. There's proof of concept. Plus, I'm thinking you must have been like a rock star compared to most of your friends having five grand all in one chunk where everybody else is making 15 bucks an hour or whatever, right? I'm Man, I'm not even one of those people. They didn't even know. You get me? Like, yeah, good. They didn't even good. know I was making that kind of money. I just kept it on the low. I was good. grinding good idea. my free Smart time. Thing. You get me? Yeah, yeah. All right, so that was the first one. So walk me through... What, when was that? So that first deal, what year that was that? That was 2022. 2022. So, we're, so about a year ago, we're August of 2023 right now. So what has the world looked like for you since that first deal? What have you been focusing on? What What's going on? So after my first deal, I decided, you know, I like to explore a whole bunch of different ventures. It's not like some people like to say I can't stay focused, but I definitely could. I know I, I know for a fact I could. So I started going into, but I started going into like Airbnbs, all types of different things. Um, right now, as of now, I've been uh, mostly working towards getting my real estate license in New Jersey. I'm um, taking using this real estate shop, just trying to push through that, finish that, and then I can I can always go back to wholesaling. I just want to do it. It was more so proving to myself that I could do wholesaling and then going back to the class. Right. So how many, so did you do more wholesale deals while you're looking at different options? Honestly, no, I haven't. I've, I've, I've been kind of like stagnant on it. Mm. I don't really like, I don't really like, I've gotten to like, not like doing multiple things at once. I've realized that you actually do need to focus. It is important to have that focus, that discipline to do something every day, day in, day out. But of course, I'm still working with wholesalers. I'm still JV and going deals. And, you know, I'm always open to any deal. All right. So what's what's the plan moving ahead, Ronald? What are you going to, you're going to get your realtor license and then what? So the, the ultimate goal, my end goal is really, I want to go build communities. You know, I want to help the less fortunate, help people buy their first home. Just, I just want to go out there and help people, whoever needs help. But mm -hmm. as of right now, my more short-term short -term goals are more so uh, obviously getting my real estate license. I want to I want to get into, Air, like I said, I want to get into Airbnbs. I want to do long-term holds. I've, I've been seeing I've been seeing Burr a lot recently. That's coming up again. So I really, really though, like what I really wanted to do is like, go around. I want to be able to go to travel the world. And let's say I'm working on like an apartment building project. I want to be able to go there, help figure out the problems there, fix it. You get me? So like, let's just say right now I'm an architect, right? So let's just say I own this building and it would just be like, I'll go here. I look around and I'm traveling through Hackensack and I'm like, you know what I realized? They don't have that good transportation. Now I'm fixing the transportation for them. Little things like that. Helping to build the community. Yeah. Okay, very cool, Ronald. So, yeah, I've I've interviewed oh, six hundred people over the last few years on my podcast, and wow, a lot right. of different kinds of real estate entrepreneurs. 
And sometimes there are just too many options out there and it's very, very difficult to get focused in. So the good news is there are all sorts of people doing what you want to do, like traveling the world and and doing real estate investing virtually. So virtual real estate investing. Um, You don't need your realtor light. In fact, I, I think the distraction for you right now might be that real estate license to be perfectly frank with you, because that you cannot do very well at a distance. That is more than a full-time job because to do that properly, you are meeting with people at night on the weekends when they're not working and they're available to go look at houses and show their house and, and all that kind of stuff. So that is really buying yourself a job. Now, if you want to go for it, go for it. I'm not, I'm not going to talk you mm-hmm. out of it. I just want you to understand what you're signing up for. You're signing up for a very, um, you know, not labor intensive. You don't have to do much physical, but you have to be there, especially the early years, very, very actively look. I mean, all the stuff that you're doing to get wholesale deals is kind of what you have to do to get listings, right? So um, a lot of the same kind of grunt work (laughs) that goes into that. So I just want you to be aware of that. Now, on the other hand, if you look at, you know, get on on the YouTubes and look up the virtual real estate investing and virtual wholesaling and virtual land flipping and all these different things that you can do without physically having to be in that location, then that's going to be pointing you a lot further towards your long-term dream, which is to get out of, get out of Hackensack and go yeah, travel, travel wherever, the world. Yeah. Go, go wherever <laughs> the hell you want. Does that make sense? But the realtors, the realtor job is going to keep you stuck there for a hell of a long time. If, if that's what you're going after. So again, be very, very careful with that. Um, I I would say if I were you, I would refocus my energies on the wholesaling business for a couple of reasons, Ronald. Number one, finding motivated sellers is probably the number one skill as a professional real estate investor or a realtor, if you want to get back into that later on, right? That That is, that's, huge, huge value there. So if you're doing that for other people and you're getting paid a nice little chunk of cash for combining motivated sellers and flippers or whatever, that's a really good self-employed type gig. And if you take that seriously, if you laser focus on that, then you'll be seeing those kind of five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand paychecks on a on a much more regular basis, right? So, yeah. and then you're also setting yourself up for success because when you want to start doing burrs, then you're going to know how to find those properties. You don't have to go to a wholesaler to get those deals. You can generate your own deals. You can sell off the ones you don't want and you can cherry pick the ones that you do. Then you then you start to build up that buy and hold portfolio. Then you want to get into multifamily. Well, then you apply what you've learned in single family homes, finding those motivated sellers. It's a slightly different angle going for 
for apartment buildings. But you know what? You're going after the smaller apartment buildings. You're looking for motivated landlords who want to get rid of these things. Same mm -hmm. idea, right? So I'm not telling you what to do at all, Ronald. I just want to open your, your eyes and your mind. Run on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, you know, it's 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 easier for me as an old guy to look look at your situation and say, hey, well, you know what? Maybe so, maybe no. Here's something else to consider. Well, for me, when getting my real estate license is more so for when I'm meeting, when I'm networking with people, it's more so like I am a realtor. You get me? But all the investing aside, you can't, you get me? You can't take that away from me. This, the, I quote, this, you, this, you, that, can already, you can already get a business card created that legitimately says I'm a real estate entrepreneur or I am a real estate investor. Nobody gives a crap wow. about realtors. Nothing against realtors, but that's not yeah. an impressive title, my friend. You know, it's not, there's nothing impressive. There's nothing about being a realtor that's going to give you any more credibility in what you want to do. In fact, you're going to get way more credibility if you've got professional real estate investor on your business card. Wow. I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, man. And you are, you've already done one deal. You made five grand. You haven't, you know, it, it rocked your world for, for a little while there. It hasn't, <laughs> it's not my, it's, it's not mind blowing, but that's, that's all the credibility you need to get rolling. So again, if I were you doing the whole realtor thing, that's a lot of time, effort and expense that I don't think you need to go through. And I don't think it's going to really help you. I'll definitely look into that. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that actually. It's definitely something to consider and, you know, look into yeah, well, that's awesome, Ronald. So if if our listeners are going, hey, this sounds like a sharp young guy and they want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn, any 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 type of platform, social media platform, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's RC the third with two Ds and a three. That's about it. It's all nice. platforms. I'm on all platforms. I'm on the store. I haven't started recording, but this actually inspired me to start recording. This is this is like this is my first time, you know, being put on the internet because I've made content before, but just this experience of like being on the podcast was different. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> it was way different than being behind the camera. You know, I'm just having fun. You get me? Yeah. Well, hey, dude. But, well, hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed this first experience of being a podcast guest. I definitely did. It was nice. It was very nice. That's thank awesome. you for having me. My pleasure. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll talk to you on the next episode.